Welcome back to Chaos in Christ podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please do me a favor and subscribe to the show. You've been coming back. So, you know, I want you to know every time I drop a new episode, please be nice. Uh, today, woke indoctrination or Christian indoctrination. Now, I think for the most part, the people that are listening to me, for the most part, they're Christians. <laughs> you guys are Christians. So you you are teaching Christian values to your children, to your friends, to those that are around you, whom you serve, uh, obviously, right? Now, as far as the word indoctrination, I know that that has negative connotations behind it. Uh, considering the time that we're living in, what we are seeing in our culture, in the school system, the public school system, the word indoctrination just carries too much heavy weight. And we wouldn't want to associate ourselves indoctrinating our kids or, you know, friends or whatever. But let's just take some time to understand what the word indoctrination means. Uh, basically, in quote, instruction in a body of doctrine or principles, the installation of a partisan or ideological point of view. So admittedly, not leaving much room for critical thinking of the matter because we believe it is the truth, right? What we're doing is we're taking a body of doctrine or principles, i.e. Christian body uh, doctrine and principles are that Jesus Christ is Lord. He died for our sins. God is the father and he sent Jesus to die for us. We give him thanks. We pray. All the things, essentially, I've been teaching to my daughter, who is four years old. And so I'm indoctrinating her, essentially. Let's just keep it honest. Uh, and again, I'm not asking her for a lot of critical thinking at this point. I'm just imparting and passing on a body of doctrine and principles, installing a partisan or ideological viewpoint, my belief system as a Christian. I am passing on the Christian faith, theological teaching of Christ, the Christian faith. I'm indoctrinating. We all do it. Every single one of us does it. All parents, teachers, all preachers, motivational speakers, they're looking to indoctrinate you with a message, a set of principles, a belief, a doctrine that they believe is the truth and is beneficial for their own lives. So therefore they send it over to you so that you can then buy it and then reap the harvest and they can still see it to be true for your life as well as it has been for theirs. So everyone does it. Even the person who doesn't call himself a Christian, who is a father or a mother, even the worst kind, they are instilling specific principles and doctrines and installing ideologies within their children because they want to pass that on as a sort of benefit. Can we skew it though? Can what we pass on to our children and to other people and those we teach and mentor, could it be a corruptible sort of teaching, something that is damnable, but it only benefits us? Of course, of course. And that is, uh, this is very important, which is what I'm going to get into in a little bit with an article that I read. Um, but I, I must say this, to not seek to indoctrinate your children with things that are important, true, and good for their benefit is really just downright lazy and in some cases can be very abusive, all right? You have a responsibility as a functioning human, an adult, a parent, and even if you're not a parent, you come into a place of age where eventually you become a leader in some sort of fashion. For example, I've started to realize that in my field of work with what I do for my job, a lot of people tend to look up to me. 
Uh, and I'm not tuning my own horn here, but I have found a level of, of success at my work uh, that has allowed me to be successful. And a lot of people have been reaching out to me. Recently, I've had younger uh, you know, professionals reach out to me saying that I have been a source of encouragement and inspiration for them wanting to get better at their job. And so with that comes a responsibility that I have. It's just bestowed upon me. I have a certain set of principles and practices and philosophy that I bring to the job that I believe has made me successful. So what then happens, they start to reach out to me and ask me for tips, advice. What should they do? My mindset's all messed up. And so I'm passing it on. So again, it's not just being parents. It's being leaders. It's being a pastor. It's being a, a I don't know, a mentor, right? All of that, that's important, and that's what we are called to do. We are called to pass on what we have to the next generation that they can do it better and continue this good uh, that we want to see continued for all of time until Christ returns. So I just wanted to leave that caveat. But my question then is, what happens when your government seeks to impose beliefs and doctrines on your children as if they have the official uh, position taking your position as the parent. Let's look at an article from the Gateway Pundit and the title reads, Woke Air Force Academy Diversity Training Tells Cadets Stop Saying Mom and Dad Don't Call a Terrorist a Terrorist. All right, let's look at this a little bit. I'm going to read a little bit from the article itself. I've taken some bits and pieces. Uh, Something off the bat. A recent seminar at the United States Air Force Academy is yet another example of efforts to push the woke agenda in all elements of the United States military. The presentation entitled Diversity and Inclusion, What It Is, Why We Care, and What We Can Do, included exercises to stop the use of gender pronouns and other language to eliminate stereotypes, bias, and microaggressions. The seminar also urges cadets to avoid using the word terrorist. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I'm very careful with what headline articles I I tend to pick because, you know, news goes by fast. But this is just one of many of what I've already seen. And it's going to be as true as it ever was. And more will come down the line, right? More of this is what we're going to see down the line. We already see it in our public school systems, whether people like to admit it or not. That is where it's happening. But now they're trying to do it to the cadets that are not even in the military yet. They're not in the military yet, but they're sure as heck trying to make sure that by the time they're in there, they are fully indoctrinated about gender, pronouns, about equality, not using the word terrorist, about terrorists. You want to eliminate microaggressions. I don't I don't know what that, what is a microaggression? Because you know, when I'm aggressive, I'm pretty big aggressive. You know, I go big, macro. I don't know what micro, maybe passive aggressiveness. That's what they're talking about. I don't know. Anyway, uh, something else reads, some families are headed by single parents, grandparents, foster parents, two moms, two dads, etc. Consider parent or caregiver instead of mom and dad. The presentation states, Use words that include all genders, folks or y'all, instead of guys, partner versus boyfriend or girlfriend, not colorblind, or I don't see color, but color conscience, it adds. We see color, 
patterns and value people for their uniqueness. Um, the documents were shared with Fox News Digital by Representative Mike Waltz, a Republican in Florida, who was a Green Beret and an Afghan war veteran, who said the materials had alarmed cadets. Fox News Digital has verified the documents' authenticity. See, what they're seeking to do is exactly what I'm trying to talk about here. They're seeking to indoctrinate the next coming generation of armed forces. They want to instill the woke agenda, not seeing gender, uh, male and female, but to be careful with pronouns, to try to bring about normalcy to the fact that now there are parents that are mom and mom or dad and dad, or, you know, we don't see color, we see color conscious, all these sort of buzzwords and key terms are to basically disrupt the order of truth. And based on what they believe is true, based on what they believe is better for the world, they are seeking to put that into young people, especially because young people will then become older adults who will function with this worldview in mind. They have a plan and the plan is, well, it's a bigger kind of dystopian world, but nevertheless, they understand something. They understand that they can't just go and flip a switch and, and start doing things with a generation that has not bought into it. It won't work. And so this is why the left and really Marxists and, and you know, all, all these people, this is why they have taken a very long time, decades even, and they have gone for the universities. They stepped into the schools where eventually reached the public schools, then eventually reached the corporate uh, area where all the big businesses started to buy into this wokeness. And now we're getting it in the, into the military, which is what totalitarianism is and does. It, it infiltrates, it politicizes everything. And so now we are seeing it in the military or even those that are before going to the military. This is the Air Force Academy. A lot of these will then be commissioned. They will go and serve in the military after the fact as officers. So leaders, leaders that will lead the way. That's what they're doing uh, with this sort of nonsense, to be quite honest with you. I mean, it, to me, I'm looking at this and it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's so weird, but it's leftist BS. That's really what it is. It's wokeism. Um, and so reading on, there's another thing as, and this is quotes, as part of the diversity and inclusion cadet leadership program, this conversation was developed by cadet leaders and USAFA staff to introduce all cadets to Department of the Air Force definitions of diversity and inclusion, as well as how these concepts enhance our war fighting effectiveness. Pause. I don't know how you being scared to not say a pronoun wrongly and not being able to say mom or dad and trying to really walk around these eggshells is supposed to help with wartime effectiveness. And nobody's going to give a damn. I'm sorry to say it like that, but no one's going to give a damn about pronouns and colors and anything of that dumb nature when they're out in war getting bombed at or shot at. No one cares. You think that someone's going to, you know, yell at someone who, who needs to pass some sort of artillery to them while there's fire going on and they're going to be like, hey, man, oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Hey, hey. Just give me that stuff. Like, no one's going to care about that. 
it will fly out of the window as soon as wartime really kicks in. My goodness, we are being ran by a bunch of pansies, I swear. Anyway, back uh, back into it. Um, so yeah, the wartime effectiveness. The spokesperson said, USAFA develops leaders of character that can lead diverse teams of airmen and guardians inclusively to enhance innovation and win future conflict. <laughs> Again, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but whatever. Uh, in a second statement Thursday afternoon, the United States Air Force Academy clarified that it does not prohibit the use of mom and dad or other gender specific terms. So now they give a second statement drawing back what they said. And going on, the Air Force Academy does not prohibit the use of mom and dad or other gender-specific terms. <laughs> Superintendent Lieutenant General Rich Clark said the recent briefing on diversity and inclusion is being taken out of context and misrepresented. The slide in question was not intended to stand alone. First and foremost, the briefing centered on respect for others and the warfighting imperative of leveraging diverse perspectives to solve our nation's most difficult national security problems. Clark added, our strategic competitors are doing the opposite. Our, our American diversity is a strategic advantage and opens the door to creative solutions, providing a competitive edge in air, space, and cyberspace. I swear, sometimes when they speak, it's like they just keep putting on these, these words next to each other. And they sound so good, but when you really read it, it's like you're not saying anything. You're just, you're saying strategy, advantage. You're saying creativity, uh, competitive, edge, share, space, cyberspace. That's all, like if you take all the other words, I mean, that's all they're saying. And then like nothing, it just means nothing. So I I, I love when these uh, leftists and left sympathizers and woke people, especially when they try to walk things back, when they're questioned on something, they respond with nothing. Like they say nothing. Kamala Harris is really good at that as well. Anyway, I'll link this article in the show notes, all right? Uh, with all that, I mean, I gave my commentary, but basically what I wanted to narrow down on is we can rightfully understand this to be an effort to indoctrinate based on what the government is pushing for their citizens and armed forces to believe. So it is a censoring of speech and a denial of objective truth, but that is their truth, and that's the postmodern way. And so they seek to instill that into the armed forces. It further proves the chaos of our, of our culture and the evil we are up against. And that is where we come from in our perspective as Christians. Christian parents should be taking the reign on the matter, educating and leading family worship. It's important because if we're not, then they are. And clearly they are. And so with that being said, let's go ahead. Let's turn to Christ. Let's turn to scripture. Proverbs chapter 22, verse six reads, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. That is a command from the Lord. Why? Training and teaching children is powerful. And the Lord instructs us to do it in a way that they should go because when they grow older, they're not just going to abandon it. All right. The truth has been settled in. And the Holy Spirit doing the work will then lead them to a place of regeneration where they actually believe what they've been taught. But we still have a responsibility to do the teaching, to do the indoctrination, so to speak, right? Now, of course, 
We want to train them in the right way. We want to teach them in the right way and teach them obje- objective truth, not just what I believe, but what we can, what we as Christians know to be true based on historical evidence, based on study of scripture, on all that. That's not in question anymore. All of that by scholars has been solidified. What the word of God teaches, I mean, it's true. And we we have evidence for it. And so, of course, we want to have them learn and and read it for themselves, right? But as parents right now, as, as a parent to a four-year-old, I know that right now she just takes my word at face value. And then sometimes I have to really instill what I know is important and beneficial for her, though she may not fully understand just yet. But in due time, it will come to her. It will make sense. And my prayer is that the Lord will help her to see that as I have seen that in my own life. There are many things that my mom has taught me as a kid that as I I am as a 31-year-old man today, I look back and I think, man, that makes sense now. It It just does. And if it wasn't for the diligence and the persistency of these these morals and these values and these truths that my mother instilled in me, then I, I who knows where I would be for the most part, right? So all that is important. Now, the question is, you know, which way are they supposed to go and then how do we train them? Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 reads, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. The word of God, God's word, the scriptures. That is what we are to use in order to teach and guide our families. We do it for ourselves. We do it for our kids. We do it at church. God's word is is his word. It's the authority. And so that is what we use and that is how we do it. We lead them in the way that they should go through the word of God. And then to what level? Well, when you look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 through 9, it reads, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. That's amazing. That is such a, it's a severe and extreme way, but it makes sense. It needs to be all in, you know, it needs to consume us. It needs to be our lives. Our lives are for the glory of God and his truth and the word of God. And so it should always be when we wake up, when we go to sleep, when we're at the dinner table. I mean, we we should, you know, see our homes and our kids should see our homes and say, this house represents Christ. And there's, I mean, there you can't walk an inch of this house without seeing some sort of declaration of 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 love for God and his word and the truth of, of the gospel. That is what essentially was instructed to the Israelites at that time. And I still think there's a lot of truth to that that we should adhere to as well. This is beneficial for us. We should be praying and seeking the Lord with our kids. We should we should be reading the Bible with our kids. We should be leading family worship with our kids. We should talk about it when we go to sleep. We should talk about it when we wake up, when we have uh, food before we take our first bite. That right there is teaching and instilling and installing. It is indoctrinating. 
And we have been taught one way or another. And some of us, we didn't grow up in Christian homes, but we can then appreciate grace and the miracle of regeneration. Even then we can remember and still even now deal with the many things that were indoctrinated to us that took time and the Holy Spirit to cleanse away and take all empty philosophy and submit it to the obedience of Christ. This is why scripture teaches we are to be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Because those of us who did not have a solid Christian foundational upbringing in the home, who maybe have have grown up in real straight up pagan culture and view the world in a pagan way, when we became Christians by, again, grace and the miracle regeneration, right? Again, none of this is by our works. We don't We don't come to him by our will. It is by his will, his mercy and grace over our lives as he has predestined us. And so when that happens, you are then obviously saved and being made new. And then the sanctification process is still ongoing. But then you realize as you're a Christian from that past, I mean, I know you know this, you still battle with these ideas and philosophies of old where they still battle for your loyalty. They still battle for your adherence. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle to shake that off. But this is why we are to be transformed by the renewal of our mind through the word of God. We are renewing, being transformed by renewing what was already in there, indoctrinated in us with actual truth, with the word of God. And so as functioning adults and parents now who have been granted grace and are now becoming parents or our parents, our job is more crucial than ever before. We are dealing with a government entity that has every intention to wreak havoc in our children, to indoctrinate them with wickedness, confusing language, changing of definition, sexuality, transgenderism, homosexuality, all of that in their face. They're not hiding it. They're bold about it. And In that case, if that's what they're going to do and they're going to do stuff like this to an academy, then you and I need to be really on guard. It's time to take the reins and teach our children the truth and nothing but it. Christ is king. And that's that's it. That's the message. This is the importance of it. We have a duty. So whatever thing that we're trying to accomplish as as parents, it, it... it cannot take a backseat to family worship and the teaching of your children. I, I just because I can't stress it enough. Clearly, we have indoctrination going on on every level, in every area, in every sector. And I talk about this because it will it's causing chaos. And in the future, generations to come, we're going to have so many young children who will grow up to be adults with a lot of problems. The transgender community and those kids right now that are being mutilated, having their breasts chopped off, being castrated because at one point they they did or said something that gave their woke parents the impression that they were transgender. My goodness, we have work to do in the future to come. The implications of this is insane. Those that are going to be addicted to pornography from a very young age, marriages will suffer. Erectile dysfunction. I'm sorry if I'm talking about something that makes you feel weird, but I got to be honest with you. All of that's going to take place because pornography really does damage to the brain. It really causes problems down the line. We are raising children up in this generation and age 
where the schools are even promoting this. They're giving materials out for this stuff. We can't let that happen. We have the truth. We have the gospel. We have the scriptures. It's time for parents to take the reign. Men act like men. Mothers serve the home. Take care of your children. And all of us bow to the King Jesus. I hope that this gave you some truth, gave you some help. Um, Really, what would you prefer? Woke indoctrination or Christian? One leads to chaos, the other to Christ. So, just a thought. Please make sure to subscribe to the show, rate and leave an honest review so that I can better my service to you and the tech lords will graciously grant me the opportunity to serve other ears. Share this with someone you love and until next time, remember this, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless.